Chapter 4 The Story of Cole Younger by Himself. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. The Trap That Failed. In March, Quantrell planned to attack Independence. We met at David George's and went from there toward Independence as far as Little Blue Church, where Alan Palmer, who afterwards married Susie James, the sister of Frank and Jesse, told the captain that instead of there being 300 Jayhawkers in Independence, there were 600. The odds were too strong and we swung around to the southwest. Thirteen soldiers who guarded the bridge at Big Blue found their number unlucky. The bridge was burned and we dined that day at the home of Alex Majors of Russell Majors and Waddell, the freighters, and rested for the night at Major Tate's house near New Santa Fe, where there was fighting for sure before morning. A militia command three hundred strong came out to capture us, but they did not risk an attack until nearly midnight. Captain Quantrell, John Jarrett and I were sleeping together when the alarm was given. The sentry's challenge, who are you, followed by a pistol shot. We were up on the instant. So stealthy had been their approach, they had cut the sentry off from us before alarming him, and he fled into the timber in a shower of lead. There was a heavy knock on the outer door and a deep voice shouted, Make a light. Quantrell, listening within, fired through the panel. The visitor fell. While we barricaded the windows with bedding, the captain polled his men. Boys, he said, we are in a tight place. We can't stay here, and I do not mean to surrender. All who want to follow me out can say so. All who prefer to give up without a rush can also say so. I will do the best I can for them. Four voted to surrender and went out to the besieging party, leaving seventeen. Quantrell, James Little, Hoy, Stephen Shores, and myself held the upper story. Jarrett, George Shepard, Toller, and others the lower. Anxious to see who their prisoners were, the militiamen exposed themselves impudently, and it cost them six. Would they permit Major Tate's family to escape? Yes, they were only too glad, for with the family out, the L, which was not commanded by our fire, offered a tempting mark for the incendiary. Hardly had the Tates left than the flames began to climb the L. There was another parley. Could we have twenty minutes? Ten? Five? Back came the answer. You have one minute. If at its expiration you have not surrendered, not a single man among you shall escape alive. Thank you, said I. Catching comes before hanging. Count six and then be damned to you, shouted George Shepard, who was doing the dickering, said Quantrell quietly, shotguns to the front. There were six of these, and behind them came those with revolvers only. Then Quantrell opened the door and leaped out. Close behind him were Jarrett, Shepard, Toller, Little, Hoy, and myself, and behind us the revolvers. In less time than it takes to tell it, the rush was over. We had lost five, Hoy being knocked down with a musket and taken prisoner, while they had eighteen killed and twenty-nine wounded. We did not stop until we got to the timber, but there was really no pursuit. The audacity of the thing had given the troops a taste of something new. They kept Hoy at Leavenworth for several months, and then they hanged him. This was the inevitable end of a guerrilla when taken prisoner. End of chapter 4